What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Today's episode of the Casey Crew is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed for coarse, curly hair, and sensitive skin. Now, you can start shaving smarter today and say goodbye to those crunch bar razor bumps today with Bevel, all right? Now, go to Bevel.com slash Casey to order your Bevel today. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com slash Casey, all right? And shout out to Bevel because Bevel has me smooth. Always. And I'm talking everywhere. 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 <laughs> now, um, before we get this uh, podcast started, I want to say thank you, babe. For what? Uh, this weekend, I was traveling. Where did we travel to this weekend? I was in... Colorado, Denver. First, I was in Denver. Yeah. Then from Denver, I went to L.A. Mm-hmm. And um, when I got to Denver, I realized that I left my wallet at home. Oh, yeah. Now, you know, my wallet has everything, my license, my credit cards, anything possible I had. And when I got to Denver, I realized I had nothing. Right. So there was no identification. <laughs> so people probably say, well, how did you get on the airport? How did you get in, you know, in the airport? There's a new thing called Clear. Right. Um, it's like $50 or $60 for the year. I think it's more than that. You think so? I think it was like one something. No, I don't think so. I don't, I don't, when well, I signed up, I remember her saying that it was like one something. Oh, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But anyway, with Clear, what they do is they, um, they do your fingerprints and they do your eye scan. So when you get to the airport, you don't necessarily have to have your license. All right. you have to do is just put your fingerprints down. They know it's you and you walk right through. So I didn't have my license and not every airport has clear. I know like some airports in New York have it. Thank God Denver has it. Uh, L.A. doesn't have it. So, you know, going from Denver to L.A., I was able to make it, but I didn't have my license. So what Gia had to do is she had to get all the five kids in the car <laughs> and grandma and drive from Jersey to Manhattan. Charlemagne was taping his show on Friday, so he was still here, and give the wallet to Charlemagne and Wax, which is his security, to make sure they gave it to me the next day. So she had to get up at like 11.30 at night, get all the kids dressed, put all the kids in the car, all because I left my license. And I appreciate it. I just wanted to say thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Happens to the best of us. I thought about it. I was like, driving to the city is nothing, but when you had to put five kids in the car (laughs) and drive to the city... Uh-huh. And them and them heifers will be crying and screaming. Why are they going to be heifers, All though? right. My babies will be crying and <laughs> screaming in that car 1130 at night. Mm-hmm. I was like, if that was me, I'd have been like, babe, you in trouble. You got to figure it no, out. No, you would have done it for me. I definitely would have done it. Yes. But you know what I wanted to talk about today? What? A lot of people... You know, when they talk about our podcast, they talk about, you know, it. some people say it helps them. Some people said, you know, that it, it creates conversation, which sometimes create mm-hmm. arguments. And... uh I wanted to talk about some of our arguments that that we might not have discussed before. Okay. Um, what kind of arguments? Some of the arguments we still argue about to this day. What do you? Because we never really solved about? the problem. What are you talking about? All right, I'm gonna set a scene. Maybe I would say about maybe f- mm, six years ago. Okay. Gia and I used well, to... Well, you're bringing up an argument from six years ago? Yeah, because we never really settled, settled the argument. We and, have a lingering and issue these, from six years yeah, ago? And these type, tell. And these type of arguments, you know, sometimes a little, sometimes a big, but they can, you know, cause an ending of a relationship. <laughs> so now we have a relationship ending issue <laughs> stemming from six years ago that I'm unaware of? It could be. Okay. It could be. Get to it. All right, so let me explain. So about six years ago, Gia and I used to play tennis a lot. 
Oh my gosh, yeah. And uh-huh. I told I tell everybody that we're competitive. We're competitive yes. about everything. Whether we're playing it's, tennis like four days a week. Yes, like it doesn't matter what it is. Gee and I are competitive. And when I say competitive, <laughs> I mean I'm the type. If we're playing basketball against each other, I'm gonna try to dunk on them. Like, no, worse than that, you're gonna try to throw me an elbow or two. Hey, whatever it takes to win. Like yeah, that was my ovary. You're like you be alright. Now, for instance, I just <laughs> I want to bring everybody up to right. speed to like a couple of days ago. There's this game on our phone, <laughs> right? Let me look it up so I can get the correct name of this game. It's a um, it's a word scrambling it's, game. It's called well, it's all a word mixed up, unscrambling game. Right, called it's called all, all mixed, mixed up. up. Uh-huh. And what it does is it gets four letters, and you have um, it gives you four letters. You have sixty seconds to make as many words as you possibly to can. Scramble as many words as you can in one minute. And Gia and I battle, <laughs> like battle. Every day to see who gets the highest score. Oh, you have no idea. We curse each other out. No idea. But just, just how obsessed we are. But just let the people know who Uh, who's the champion right now. Who's winning? Well, because you have been on sixteen flights since we started, and you were on about six flights this past weekend, and that's all that you did. I've never seen you get on a flight and not sleep. That has never happened it doesn't in my matter. existence. It doesn't matter. Now you get on that plane, you turn on that game, and you go at it. So you've been practicing. So now, yeah, you're in the lead by one word. You have 2,700. Mm-hmm. I have 2,600. doesn't matter. I'm winning. I okay. am winning. And you've been right. trying to get okay, 2,700 well, for the pra- longest time. Let, let me practice tomorrow. Let me let me do some thumb workouts, some, some pointer finger workouts, and I'm going to be at your neck with 2700 at least tomorrow if I don't bust 2800 right. tomorrow. Whatever. So now let's go back to Gee and I playing tennis. tennis. I just wanted to set up how much of competition and competitive that well, we see, are. You shouldn't have said that because now I'm going to embarrass you tomorrow. Do what? Ahead. With the game? I promise you I'm going to reach 2800 tomorrow. All right, I whatever. promise you. Whatever. All right, so back to playing tennis. Gee and I play tennis three times a week and we're very competitive. We used to play all the time. So mm. I remember getting home one day and... um. Gia wasn't ready to go to tennis mm-hmm. as as usual she was late so um when I um that's okay what that's not what happened I'm gonna explain my story then you no, can no, explain no, your that's side that's not what happened it's not, it's not even about a side of the story that is not what happened you weren't ready no, that's not what happened. What See, happened? you're just gonna throw in a gear was late a gear wasn't ready when what that happened? I wasn't even home you came from the city mm-hmm. and I was coming from somewhere else we both the the plan was that we were running late both of us mm-hmm. for the for our, our instructor and you were going to get home get ready and bounce there ahead of me because you were going to make sure that we were good the instructor stayed he waited everything was fine and then you had somewhere to go afterwards so you were headed home I was headed home and we got home at two different times. I wasn't late. Like, stop, so who got home first? Up. We weren't racing to get home. What is that, how is that even relevant? It, it so what, we were competing to get to see no. who got home first? No, that's not what well, happened. Well, let me explain my side of the story, then you can explain okay, your side. Okay, but just keep in mind, I wasn't there and I wasn't running late. So anyway. Okay, you're going to start stop tarnishing my reputation I pull in up, the streets. I pull up to the, to, to the okay. back of the garage, right? Now, mind you, it was a nice vehicle. It was it was my Ferrari convertible. I pull up right behind the garage. I run upstairs. I change my clothes. I realized that the car had no gas. So I jump in another vehicle that was in the front of the house and take off. Right? I mean, that's what you did, yeah. Okay, I take off going to tennis. 
Now, Gia, who comes downstairs, she jumps in her vehicle. Well, I get home, I park in front of the house instead of by the garage where you left the Ferrari. I went inside. I changed. I went in the garage to take another car. I got in the car and then I opened the garage. Go ahead. You opened the garage and then you backed into the Ferrari. (laughs) I mean, technically, that's what happened. It wasn't just a back. It wasn't like you were going um, one miles per hour. No, you had to push the gas and back out of the garage. Well, how else do you think the car would move? Most people just let go of the brake and the the car rolls back. Like like you pushed the gas like you was... (laughs) Like I was driving? Like you was really trying to get out that garage. (laughs) I was. Trying to get out of the garage. Hold on, let me finish. She runs into the back (laughs) of the... She runs into the side of the Ferrari. Uh Uh-huh. Right? Causes $35,000 worth of damage. Not only did she hit the door, she hit the front fender to the point where you couldn't even open the door of the car. The right? front fender? The front one. Well, it was the, f- the panel, the front not the fender. Fender panel towards the door. Uh huh. Um, $35,000 worth of damage. She co- Which, hold on a minute. That sounds like there was a massive amount of damage. There wasn't a massive amount of damage. It was literally an indentation on the door panel and the front panel. The problem is that when you buy an exotic vehicle, any kind of damage is an arm and a leg. No, because, not, yes. no not 35000 really, yes, You really crashed yes. into the back of the car. So I let mean, me explain. It wasn't awful. So let me explain. So then she calls me and says, why would you park the car outside of the garage? Yes. And I said, well. I needed to know. Why would you do that? Because I was in a rush. And you was like, well, I just crashed into it. <laughs> right? I said, crashed into it. I said, all right, well, let me, let me explain, right? <laughs> Gia has a new car, right? Now, the truck that she crashed into the Ferrari with has rear view cameras. Yeah. Has rear view sensors. Yeah. And you have a rear view mirror. Yeah. There is no way you should have crashed into that car. Oh, there no, was, there, there is a way, There was actually. three things there to pre- to prevent you from crashing into the car, to driving backward, and you didn't care. You wasn't paying attention. Oh, no, it's not that Obviously, you heard the beep. You didn't give a no, fuck. No, no, Obviously, no. that camera came on. You seen the car. You didn't give a fuck. Oh, oh so I just did and, it on purpose. And obviously- So I crashed into the car to spite you. And obviously, the rear view mirror, you just used. that's what happened. So, no, but it wasn't my fault. It was your fault. No. Okay, so you just told your side of what happened. I don't even know why we're talking about this because I don't know we're just talking about what, arguments what long lasting issue this has created to this day I think it was your fault and to this day you think it was my no, fault no it was absolutely your, your fault. fault this is how I feel I get in the car you have never ever parked your car or any car outside of the garage right or wrong that's right okay so it would be fair to assume that I wouldn't have any anticipation or reason to believe that a car would be parked outside of the garage. Is that correct? That's true. Okay. That doesn't mean you don't look. Excuse me. We live on a private gated property. So I don't have to worry about any pedestrians or stray people wandering around our property. Would I? Okay. If they're a burglar, they deserve to get ran over. What about Pooh the Bear? Pooh the bear can get hit. Sorry, Peter. Sorry. No, he can't. But I'm just saying. He can't get hit. (laughs) Pooh the bear, I mean, if Pooh the bear was there, he might have got hit. Okay. But nobody has any business being in the path that my car would have to take to exit 
the garage. That doesn't mean you don't look. What happened if a neighbor's kid happened, there, happened to hop the fence? There are no neighbor's kids because this happened at 12 noon and kids are in school. Well, maybe the, so maybe there the kid is cut. no reason. So moving along, when I back out of the garage, my car is always in the same spot. It has been in the same spot for as many years as we've lived in that house and that I've had to pull out of that garage. I can do it blindfolded. I park a specific amount of distance away from the garage door opening on the right side, a specific amount of distance from the car that I'm parked alongside on the left side. I know exactly how many seconds I'm reversing before I have to cut the wheel. It is like muscle memory. I don't have to look. I don't have to think about it. I just do it. And that's exactly what happened. And I pull out at a speed that, first of all, I didn't use the the rear view um video camera that you're referring to obviously obviously we, i didn't we look know. at that no i looked in my side view just i glanced just to make sure that i'm clearing the wall and that's about it and i began to reverse so when the sensors started beep, beep 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 Rashawn, honestly i didn't even hear the sensors beep and you know why my music might have been up or maybe i was reversing at a speed where by the time that it beeped i probably already hit your car well your carelessness cost us so thirty five thousand dollars. No, the car had no business being there so I mean, technically, you can say, oh, you should have looked, you should have did this. You should have. It, but it makes perfect sense that I didn't. No, it doesn't. It does. You have it all these preventative measures that I didn't. To back up. Then you know what? Did, right. Then, and I use that when I am driving in public, when I am driving on a street where there are pedestrians and other cars. It could have been a kid's by. toy there. It could have been anything. And if there. there was a kid's toy, it deserves to get run over because they shouldn't be leaving the, their toys outside. Let's say I was if leaving. If it was a ball, if it was anything. But let's say I was leaving and passed out right then and there and fainted. You would have just you ran me over. You would have got ran over. Yeah, that's not right. You should <laughs> No, look. but actually, I'm kidding. You called me and told me you were on your way. So, you know what? We, so, did, so, we need to get you a bare bones car since you don't use the rear view mirrors. You don't use the sensors. No, I use it, but I don't cameras. use it when I'm driving on my property. Obviously, the only thing you use. No business is the radio being any stray people or any stray cars. All I'm going to get you now is a car with a radio because what do you obviously mean anything you're going to get me. That, I get my own cars. Well, the next car we so get I don't for need you, you to get me a car is going to be the car with just a radio because you don't use the camera, you don't use the sensors. <laughs> so my windows and you don't can't go up and down. Nah, nah, no you're going to roll up windows. That's all you need. Oh, okay. Roll up. That's all because oh, okay. you didn't hear because your radio was too loud. Uh-huh. But and you cost it cost thirty five thousand dollars to fix your mistake. No. it cost $35,000 to fix your mistake. I tell you what, though, you've never parked a car in that in that position outside of our garage since then, have you? No, because I have exactly. a wife that doesn't use rear view mirrors, senses, no. or a rear view camera. No, you just and learn tell- to be more patient and less careless, no, and-, and you've decided to park your vehicle in the spot allotted to it when you get home instead of just leaving it carelessly in the path that I have to pull out of Every day, and I tell Why the kids, would you, like, like that's like, oh, you know, let me go skip through traffic. No, it's if not, you, not if, skipping you're not, through traffic. You don't intentionally put yourself in the path of danger. You don't put yourself in a position where something is likely to happen to you. That's called carelessness, and you were careless. No, no, and I tell yes, our, you were, and I tell our kids if they're outside playing basketball and they hit a garage open and they think it's mom, run. <laughs> I tell the bears and the dares out there. I put a sign to them. I said, uh-huh. look, if you see this crazy bitch, run because uh-huh. she'll run your ass over. But like I said. That I, was, I, won't, I won't touch Ban- Bambi. All right, that's thirty-five thousand dollars worth of damage because that you, you were careless. That you could have, you could have dodged that bullet. That if argument, you had parked your car where it belonged. 
You didn't park it where it belonged. Because it was somewhere that it didn't belong, damage was created. Because you didn't use that rear view camera that we paid so much money for oh, with please, the rear give me view sensor. Now you sound ridiculous. Yes, yes. You you cost us thirty five thousand. No, but you cost us thirty five thousand. That was you. No, that was you actually. That was actually you. No, that was actually you. I don't know if that's if this was supposed to be the argument of the week or we just tell our story, but <laughs> That I was, was you. I was just talking about arguments that could have ended our relationship because I was pretty pissed Oh, that, could have, that could have ended Hell our relationship Hell yeah, $35,000. You sound so utterly ridiculous it's right utterly now. ridiculous? Why? Because you just won't say oh, oh, so it was my fault. Oh, so now we don't have insurance, right? No, because you just say it was my hold fault. Hold on, hold on. So, hold, so now we don't have insurance, right? All you had to say was oh, it's okay. my fault. Just say it. It was not my fault. It was okay. your fault. Mm-hmm. That was your fault. The car should not have been there. Okay? Like, I'm not going to leave a piece of jewelry somewhere where someone is able to see it and take it because I can I can measure the risk. If I leave this here, something bad might happen. It might get taken. So I won't do that. You put your car there and you put it in a risky situation. A risky situation? Yes. It's my house. Yeah. Then you know what? You should have parked it where it was in the path of your car, not where it was in the path of my car. Get it? No. Okay. Anyway, so that that was one of those arguments. Another one of those arguments which was my fault <laughs> a little bit what um we had just bought a brand new Cadillac Escalade oh duh. you don't want to tell this story you're gonna sound so bad we just bought a, a brand new Cadillac uh, Escalade you don't want to go there boo boo it was like maybe because when I think about this story I get upset two weeks old two weeks old brand new black the brand new with the new shape you know fellas you just it was just dope Escalade, it was black with the cream leather. It was brand spanking new. This is right when the Cadillac changed shape. We were the first ones with it, right? <laughs> it was uh, Madison's birthday party. Madison had turned it was her fifth birthday. Her fifth party. birthday party, right? We have a, a nice party, a good celebration. We just had an amazing time. We threw such an incredible birthday party. We had friends that came out of town. We had family. There was about 150 people at least, maybe even 200 people at the party. It was wonderful. And we wrapped up the night. We had to take two different cars because, well, two different trucks actually because of all the gifts and the things that we had to bring home from the party. Right. So Rashawn's driving separately and I'm driving. There's myself, my mother, Madison, and one of my best friends in the right, car. Right. We, Sasha. We just had purchased a new home. Mm-hmm. So we were showing our friends our new home. Well, we hadn't moved into it yet because we still had our prior home. Mm-hmm. And we bought a new home. Right. But we just hadn't moved into it yet. Right. We were showing our friends our new property, our new home. Mm-hmm. And I had left first because you were still talking. And... You shouldn't tell the story because I'm going to have built up resentment for right, you. Will you tell the story? During, <laughs> story? For the rest of the podcast. And it might taint my ability to be up and happy and whatnot. Isn't no, that, you continue. Isn't it taint between the, the, the place between the balls and the ass? <laughs> the taint? Isn't that the call of taint? No! Oh. What is wrong with you? Know. But anyway, so uh, Gia was uh, traveling home. Um, are you going to let me tell a story or are you going to cut me off? I'll let you tell it, but I'm probably going to cut you off. No, don't cut me off. <laughs> so, Gia was traveling home. She had her friends in the car. She was talking. She wasn't paying attention. Okay, no. no the no, car no, in no, front no, of us. No, 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 See. I, said, I just asked see, you. No, no, no. Let me okay. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Because now you were there, and now you know I wasn't paying attention. Are you going to let me tell no, the story? No, for now? the record, I'm an incredible 
driver. I don't even think that you drive as well as Can I do. Can I tell a story? So you're no. Gonna, you, no, no. You're going to cut this early, okay? Because I don't want to have to be upset with you because you're ruining my reputation on different levels. Can, okay? I, t- can I tell a story? Now I'm late no. and I can't drive, right? You said it, not me. Okay. Can I, I tell attention. a story or no? Listen. Are you going to let me tell no, a story but just or not? don't. Just go in the right direction, okay? Can I tell a story? Go ahead. All right. So, as I said, Gia had her music up. You know, all her senses. You couldn't hear any of the senses because the music was up. <laughs> oh, so now there's sensors in the, in the front of the car now? Are you going to let me tell a story? If you're not going to let me tell a story. Stop BSing. Stop BSing. If you're not going to let me tell, tell a story. I, can I tell a story? You don't even know what I'm going to say because you won't let me finish. <laughs> Go ahead, Rashad. All right. Gia's driving down the highway. She got her friends in the car. She got the music loud. She's... <laughs> They yelling and they singing and they screaming. It was only Sasha ever. in the car. It was me and Sasha. And okay, mother. no, stop. I, I'm, I'm going to tell this. No, no, let me tell the story. Because you weren't there. Right? And you're creating a whole other event that let didn't even happen. Let me explain what happened. Right? So she, picture music up. She's chilling with her friends and they talking. Girl, this girl, so like, oh, this my song. Oh, da 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 da. The car in front of, uh, car in front of Gia swerves. Gia was like, oh my gosh, he must be drunk. Look at him. Guy swerves and there's a deer right in the middle of the highway. Mm-hmm. What does Gia do? Brand new car. I can't wait. Not paying that. attention. Hits the deer. Boom. This is not what happened, people. Car's three weeks old. Brand new black car. Brown love interior. She hits the car. Boom. The whole front of the car is damn near it wrecked. It exploded, right, Rashawn? The whole front of the car just exploded, right? Exploded. I said, oh, okay. I said it's damn near wrecked. <laughs> so she calls me. Wait, no, no, no. I'm going to tell them what actually happened at this point. Okay? Hold on. So we're on our way home. Mm -hmm. It's myself, my mother, Madison, and my friend Sasha in the car. And we were actually talking. The music wasn't even on. We're all talking. I was asking Madison if she enjoyed her birthday party, etc. We're on the highway. The car in front of me just swerved and it was another SUV and when their car swerved I saw the car kind of like go topsy-turvy you know like it tilted like it swerved crazy Mm -hmm. and as soon as they swerved out of the way there was a deer but like a game deer like it wasn't just you know like the deer that runs through you know our backyard and whatnot or you might see at your window in the morning or you know something like that it was like a deer that would be hunted it had antlers it was gigantic Gigantic. As soon as that car swerved, it was standing right in front of my car. So, you know, they say that, um, like the term a deer in headlights. Right. So the understanding is that when deer see headlights and they're startled, they're petrified, they can't move. Mm-hmm. So the deer must have been startled from the other car's headlights and they had enough reaction time to swerve out of the way, but by the time that they swerved, the deer was right in front of my SUV. And I crashed right into him. And the glass from the headlights went flying everywhere. It hit the windshield. The deer, I saw, spun out of the way. And then I pulled over. I got out. I looked back. I saw him off to the side of the road. I looked at the front of the car. There was blood everywhere. um, And there was all types of damage to the front of the car. Um, Thank God I was driving an SUV and not a car. Because a lot of times what happens, especially if you hit a deer with antlers, and this is how some people lose their lives, you hit the deer and the deer comes over 
the hood and crashes through the windshield and sometimes the antlers stab people in the chest Mm -hmm. and they die that way. Mm -hmm. So obviously, you know, we were too high, so that didn't happen. So I call Rashawn and I tell him what just happened. Shoot. She calls me. You might want to alter facts at this point. She calls me. Now, mind you, this car is three weeks old. Beautiful black. You're pathetic. Can I tell my side of the story? (laughs) Can I tell my side of the story? Beautiful black car, which is waxed and clean. Oh, come on, please. Stop it. Go ahead. What what did you say? Brown leather. What did you say? Get to that part. I'm like, what's up, baby? Like, I just got into an accident where I hit a deer. I'm like, really? I'm like, what happened to the car? Don't look at me. (laughs) What? (laughs) No, 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 no. Uh, Okay, let me tell what really happened. You were like, word? What's the damage like? (laughs) I said. (laughs) So I broke a rib. (laughs) I broke an elbow. (laughs) I broke a wrist and I have a concussion. And I'm bleeding from somewhere that I don't even know because I can't identify the spot because it's just, it's so bad. And you were like... What's the damage look like? You didn't lead with that. If you'd have led with, hey, I just got into an accident. I'm effed up. I'd have been like, babe, what's the matter? You... Actually, I was perfectly fine, people. No, the you point didn't. It was nothing wrong with you. You were good money. did not you even, even drove home. ask me if I was okay. So this is how it should have went. Hey, babe, I just got into an accident. Oh, my goodness. Are you okay? Are you okay? Is Madison okay? Is everybody okay? Is your mom okay? Are you all right? Did you call the police? Did you call the ambulance? Are you hurt at all? Where are you? What part of the highway? I'm, I'm on my way. That's what it should have sounded like. Mm. The only thing that you cared about was the truck. What kind of damage? Assess the damage. How much does it look like it's going to cost to fix? Like we don't have insurance. So you cared more about your, what, $500,000 deductible than my safety and the safety of your five-year-old? Hmm? I'm just saying, oh, but it didn't end there. So we get home. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because he was still on his way. And I might have been five minutes. Don't don't look like that. What? Don't look like that. Don't look like that. Don't look like you regret telling the story now. I, I don't, don't. don't look like you regret telling the story now. So he gets home. He's waiting for me at the front door. So I pull up with this explosion in the front of the car. All blood all over the car, guy. <laughs> The beautiful, exploded. beautiful black wax job. Right, just right, Rashawn. Red. You should stop that. I'm just telling you. You should just, stop. This that. was ten years ago. Okay, it was okay. It was ten years ago. It was ten years ago. So I can yes, laugh about Madison's it. Madison's fifteen now. That's right. So I pull up. Mm-hmm. I get out of the car. You didn't even look at me. You didn't say nothing to me. You walked to the front of the car, and you gave it like a complete analysis. Still said nothing to me. Turned around, walked into the house. So we have a staircase right in the middle of the foyer. Mm -hmm. And now all of our friends are pulling up and everything. And everybody kind of congregated in the foyer. And we're sitting on the steps. And I sat there. And you were like, so um, tell me what happened again. I was like, what more do you need to know? Other than the fact that I hit a deer. Like, like, what do you need to know? Clearly, you didn't care when, when, you call, when I called you. And you're like, no, nah, just tell me, like, how did you manage to hit a deer on the highway? Like, deers don't even be on the highway. I'm like, so I hit the imaginary deer that was galloping across the highway. So everything that you see is imaginary damage and imaginary blood because the deers don't be on the highway. Mm. 
So everybody's sitting there flabbergasted. And I was like, yeah, so mm, um, he's an asshole sometimes. So just pardon him and all of his assholery because he can't help himself. But when you guys leave, there's going to be holy hell. Right now, I'm going to contain myself for the likes of you all. And I don't want to completely ruin your night because it's already off to a bad start. So for right now, I'm going to pretend as though he didn't just say what he that he didn't just say what he just said. He didn't do what he just did. I'm going to pretend for you guys' sake. They were like, thank you, Gia. I'm just saying you could have you. You missed that there, though. Rashawn, if you didn't have the music, that up, was so bad. If you didn't have the music up, you wouldn't you wouldn't hit that there. That was so bad. How you reacted, and you gen you gen, and this is the thing you genuinely didn't care. I did care. You didn't care. I did. You didn't even ask me if I was okay. You didn't sound like you were in pain. From me saying, "Hey, I just got into an accident." You could tell if I had a broken rib. Absolutely. Or a broken I can femur. tell when you're hurt or when somebody's hurt around you or if you're nervous. You weren't nervous. So I just knew it was his car. Okay, so the first, you know, 1.3 seconds of that conversation, you assessed that. So listen. So much so that you thought that you shouldn't have even asked me. You hit my car. What? The deer hit your car. We even. <laughs> <laughs> the deer hit my, the imaginary deer with the imaginary blood. Yeah, hit your oh, car. We even. Okay. We even. Uh-huh. But I, I was wrong in that situation. I, I admit it. I mean, you admitted it. I mean, ugh, you admitted it probably the next day. Yeah. Oh, but it was so... Uh, I carried that for so long. I carried that for a long time. Yeah. That would be like one of those scenarios where everything is good. We could be laying in the bed watching TV or out to eat and then it crosses my mind and then my whole attitude changes for the rest of the night and I just look at you and roll my eyes and then you're looking at me like, what happened? I'm like, Nothing. And the whole night just goes straight to shit. Yeah, that's that's and I that happened for a while. Like it probably took me like a good year. Well, to even halfway get over that. Yeah, I felt the same way after you hit then hit my. No, you didn't stop it. You're exaggerating. Well, I just wanted to tell people about some of our arguments that we have. Some uh, (laughs) it almost uh, changed our relationship forever. The, the listen, the garage and the sports car that didn't almost change our relationship. Oh, because you didn't affect that. You? That, that affect altered, me. but I didn't do anything wrong. You clearly did something wrong. I'm not. We're not gonna go back and forth. Yes. Who did something wrong? You crashed into <laughs> of the side you don't of want my to Ferrari, do that. <laughs> and that was foul. But all right. But I just wanted to tell people about how we argue, and some of our arguments are not all peachy and creamy. Sometimes that sometimes you just have to have a discussion. And I was wrong. That was foul. I okay, but explain. Okay, so why was why was it foul? I mean, I care more about a car than I did. Uh, yeah, what have you learned? Like, you know, get like I don't want to tell a story just for the st- the sake of telling a story. No, I mean sometimes you gotta you gotta realize that you know things and and value of things are not important. You know, I was more concerned with that black clean Escalade that nobody Can you please had. stop? Not for nothing. Like, it's an SUV. I'm just telling you what I looked at it and how I looked at it. It was, you know, for you, it's just an SUV. To me, these are my babies. And my baby was cracked. And First that's of all, that wasn't like, your baby. It was my baby. All right, well, it was your you baby. Even, you don't even drive Escalade. Like, I drive the Escalade. Like, I drive well, SUVs. It, it was what it was. It was brand new. It was shiny. It was sparkly. Okay, okay, okay. So, anyway, let me ask you, you a question. you got blood all over it. Because you did change. Mm-hmm. You... You're not like that 
person from back then is such a distant being right. from who you are now. What do you attribute for the changes in your personality now that we're on the topic? I mean, I, I think it's a little bit of everything. I think it's, it's a little growth or I think it's growth. I think it's it's um realizing what's the most important things in life and not just the external things. I think it's a, a better relationship with God. I think it's a lot of different things. You know, that led me to being a better person, you know? Just a better person in general. Absolutely. And then I, I try to be a better person. Now I'm not going to say, hey, are you, you know, is the car effed up? I'm going to be like. <laughs> so you'll think it. You just won't, you won't <laughs> yeah. ask me. <laughs> I, I, I'll think about it, but I'll be like. Come on. I'll be like, no, nah, let me not ask that. i be like, oh, how's the baby? And then I'll ask how you're doing. I'm just joking. I'm just All joking. Right. And this episode of the Casey Crew was also brought to you by Blue Apron. For less than $10 a meal, Blue Apron delivers easy-to-follow seasonal recipes along with pre-proportioned ingredients right to your door. Now, no more overspending at restaurants or a high-end grocery store. With Blue Apron, you can prepare delicious meals in under 40 minutes. Now, I'm the type of person sometimes when my wife comes home, I just want to be naked and preparing some meal <laughs> for her. And I get all my special recipes from Blue Apron. Night. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free. With free shipping, all you got to do is go to blueapron.com slash Crew. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash Crew and cook some nice ish for your baby. Okay, so moving along, let's get to the email of the week. All right. Well, this week it comes from somebody named Mercy. She goes, hey, Gia Envy, I'm a mother of a beautiful three-year-old little boy. As a mother, I want to provide my child the best possible life I can give him. But unfortunately, I can't do that here in New York. His father and I are not together, but we have a great relationship. I like to consider us best friends. And he's a great father to our son. I've wanted to move out of New York for some uh, for quite some time now. But my real hesitation is pulling my son away from his father. Mm. I've had this talk with him plenty of times. And I told him that he shouldn't make the move with us because it's not like he has anything holding him here. But when we talk about it, it's like he can't even consider the idea. Completely refuses and shuts it down. Like I said, I would never want to take our boy from him but i honestly believe this is something i need to do for me and our son i would honestly appreciate and respect your opinion on what i should do lots of love and respect mercy p.s i love the podcast Mm. what do you think (sighs) wow i'm a little conflicted actually Mm. yeah that's not an easy one Mm -mm. all right i'll take you through my thought process as i'm thinking it um so apparently she has a job op- opportunity elsewhere. Or maybe, or maybe she just wants to start a new life. New York is very expensive. It's hard to get started. Rent is so difficult. Insurance is difficult. Traveling is difficult in New York. I understand why she would probably want to live in New York and probably get on her feet. Why she wouldn't want to live in New York. Right, mean, correct. Get on her feet. Um, it could be that, or she can have a job opportunity. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would probably relate to the idea of having a job opportunity somewhere else. Um, but she has a child Mm -hmm. with somebody and apparently he can't see himself leaving New York. So she wants to move and he wants to stay. Um, I think that when you have a child with somebody, there's a responsibility and obligation that comes along with it. Mm-hmm. And it's not always going to be what you want. 
and it's not always going to be convenient. Whenever I'm conflicted, whether it be something I'm watching on television and I'm just trying to formulate my opinion or if it's a friend or a hypothetical situation or anything, when it involves children, mm-hmm. when you don't when you don't know, when you can't figure it out, you always fall back on what is the best idea for the child. Right. And there's nothing that will ever compare or be more important than a child being raised by both of his or her parents. Correct. And the way that she describes the father of her child, he seems to be a great guy. Mm-hmm. She said they're best friends. They get along. She seems completely sensible and reasonable. So if they have a great relationship, it only makes sense to assume that they're being great parents to their child and their child is coming up in an almost ideal situation, but for the fact that he's not living with both of his parents and they're not married. But aside from that, how much better could it be? Two people have a relationship. It doesn't work. They part ways and they're still not just amicable, but now they're best friends. To pull a child away from that situation would be a disservice to the child. Even if she can provide a better life, even if she has more opportunities elsewhere, even if she's able to support herself better or climb some type of um, job ladder or, you know, even if she's setting up her career, even if anything, it kind of pales in comparison to having your three-year-old who's just budding and who's just you know, getting all of their sensibilities together together, and, you know, their personality is becoming intact at the age of three. And right. to not have that child around his or her father, it's a girl or boy, did did she say? Boy, I believe. I think she said a boy. Um, to raise him in the absence of his father, I think uh, would be a disservice to him. So I think that, in my opinion, I believe that if she can't convince him to go, that she needs to make the best of staying in New York because she made that decision when she had a child with somebody. Right. Um, I look at it this way. I look at it as a parent. Um, The most important thing for me is to protect and provide. And me saying that is it depends where she lives in New York City. If she lives in New York City in a place where it's the hood and it's ghetto and it's detrimental to her son's life, then I think that she should move. Well, she can move to another part of New York. She doesn't have to move across the country or to to another state. That's true. And pull him away from his father. That's true. And the reason I say that is is because if she's living in an area where it's not safe for her child, finding another place to live, it's... Is detrimental, and the reason I say that is, you know, let's say you live in in the hood in New York City, right? And mm-hmm. if you live in the hood, rent is cheaper. So to to leave that hood and to live in a in a better area, it's going to cost more money. Mm-hmm. She might not be able to afford that 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 dollar that amount. So for her moving to a place maybe down south where the rent is a lot cheaper, 
or the homes are a lot cheaper. The homes are a lot mm-hmm. cheaper. The school systems are a lot better in a lot of these cases. Might be better off for her child. You well, know, I don't think the schools are better per se. I think. Yeah, I mean, the schools are better in, in a lot in in, in in other districts. I mean, it, I, it's it's I commonly known that most schools in the hoods are, are probably the no, worst no, I education. Is more kids per class. Schools down south are better than no, schools no, 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 up just, north. Just a better area might be better oh, education course. for mm-hmm. her child. So in that situation, I would say she would really have to look at that. And if her her baby's father doesn't want to leave or doesn't want you to leave that environment, you then might have to take have that to, first step. Well, if that's the case, then he, you know, if anything that you're saying has any credibility in her life, um, if she's living in an area that she could afford that's not safe or for whatever reason isn't conducive to the safety or the happiness of of herself or her child and she needs to move somewhere else maybe to keep her in new york if it's a financial system um a financial situation then maybe the father of her child may need to contribute a little bit more if he can if he has can right to keep her there. But if he doesn't, I, I agree with you. I would say first try to find another place in New York where you can move, which might be safer and beneficial to your child. But if you can't, you have to look at that child. I mean, I understand there's nothing better than having two parents raise a child. There's nothing mm-hmm. better than a boy having his father in his life. But you don't want that boy having to, depending on where you live, having to dodge bullets on the way home from school. You don't want him to not, you, you are scared that he can't go outside and play because it's that dangerous. And if you have the opportunity to take him from where it is dangerous to a place where it's a little more safer I say you try to take that opportunity and hopefully if you talk to the father and you tell the father how you feel like this and how we're speaking it's the same thing but the problem is most people they feel comfortable where they live they feel comfortable where they grew up so it's like you know for instance you know my dad lives in Queens He's not going to leave Queens. Your dad will never leave his house. You know, he's 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 from Brooklyn. He was raised in Queens. He's been in that house for thirty over 30 years. He's just comfortable. He doesn't care what goes wrong in, in Queens. He just feels comfortable and will not move. And some people feel that way. They're so comfortable in themselves and they just don't see what's going on outside. And if she feels that where they live is detrimental to their son and their son can actually get hurt, then she has to take that first step. And like I, I agree, maybe move to another part of New York so the dad can still be in her life. Or but if New that Jersey doesn't work. Or Pennsylvania. You just, you, you stay. You don't have to move to California. By right. Where at the very least, the father can still have a relationship with his child. And, you know, let me be clear. I don't think that that is the end all be all when it comes to, you know, co-parenting and one needs to move right sometimes you know you can have a father or a mother who isn't a good person Mm -hmm. you can have you know the father of your child can be abusive Mm -hmm. he can be an addict um you know there can be all types of other uh problems that if they were part of a situation, my opinion might not be the same. Sometimes you need to get away from somebody for your safety. Um, or sometimes, you know, even if it's not safety related, sometimes getting away from a person who is harming your life in other ways or not being a good father to their child. And you can tell that they're not on the on the path of becoming better. Right. In a situation like that, if you have a reason to leave or to move or you have an opportunity or something like that, then I wouldn't be against taking that opportunity because if the father of your child isn't a benefit to his child, then there's no reason to adjust your life to stick around. Right. But in her particular situation, 
everything seems to be almost ideal. So I wouldn't pull my child away from the father. Okay. I mean, like I said, if I was in that situation, I would definitely see if I can move to another part of New York that might be safer. And if that wasn't the case, maybe someplace close where it's not that far of a distance, like you said, Jersey, Long Island, uh, Connecticut, where I can it can be a little safer and my uh, the father can still be around. I have a feeling that it's like a job opportunity, though, with her. Um, well, I wish him the best, and I, I hopefully that the dad can definitely stay in that, that child's life and, and, and they make it happen. But, you know, at the end of the day, you make sure that that child is safe and that child can have a childhood and can play and not have to worry about gunshots or anything like that. Just my opinion. Okay. And thanks again to Bevel for supporting this week's episode of The Casey Crew. Now, it's dermatologist approved and proven to reduce and prevent razor bumps, oh, discoloration, good. and irritation. All right? So that is absolutely positively dope. Shout to Tristan Walken. He's the creator. And he makes sure that my face is smooth. My baby loves it. And that's all that matters. If she likes it, I love it. Now, if you want to check it out, go to Bevel.com slash Casey to learn more and order your Bevel today. That's G-E-T. B-E-V-E-L dot com slash Casey to get your Bevel shaving kit. Now you can start shaving smarter today with Bevel and you'll look and feel like me. Well, maybe not like me, but you know what I mean. (laughs) So check out Bevel. All right, now let's get to the argument of the week. Okay. Argument of the week comes from a couple days ago. You and I. (sighs) North Carolina. (laughs) So last week, uh, uh-huh. Guy okay. and I was at CIAA. And I had to stop and think. I'm like, wait, did we argue? Yeah, we sure did. Okay. We were in CIAA and uh, we were leaving. And um, we were packing our bags mm-hmm. fast. And you asked me to get things out the safe. And I grabbed everything out the safe and I put it on the counter. And I said, pack it. And we were late. We were rushing. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, we weren't late. You wanted to get to the airport at a particular time. And that time was very early. Mm-hmm. It was unsubstantiated. There was no reason why we had to be at the airport that early. But we had to go there to drop our bags off because he had an appearance to make That's right. during the day. And then we needed to go back to the airport. But you wanted to get there at an unreasonably early time. But right. it was okay. I said, if that's how you want to roll, that's fine. I will get ready. And I might have only been 10 minutes behind the time that you wanted to leave. So right. that's good still. So, so you was late. So No, no. 10 like, minutes behind is late. I don't know. Yeah, like, no, no. But here's the thing. You're not God, okay? It's not like you say, all right, I want to leave at this time, and that's the time that we leave. It doesn't work that way. Yes, it does. Okay, no, no. It, In it, your mind, it, it works that way. Does. If I feel as though we don't need to leave that early, and for the record, we didn't need to leave that early. Hold on, right or wrong? Just a simple yes or no will do. Nope. Exactly. So I was right. We were leaving hella early. Right. Why were we leaving hella early? Because we didn't know what the traffic was going to be. We didn't know. You never know what the everybody's traffic's going to be. Everybody's leaving North Carolina. A so, UFO right, can exactly. land on so the So we give ourselves a little extra time so we don't have to six worry. Hours, so we have to leave stupid early. Yes. Like, listen, yeah. stop it. So yeah. I disagreed. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, he can think we're going to leave at this time, but we're not actually going to leave at that time because he's ridiculous with this. Okay, so let's just So that was a disagreement. I wasn't late. In your estimation, I was late, you but late. in my mind, I was perfect. Perfectly on time. Ten minutes late. I said, let's leave at three. You were ready at whatever. So anyway, we packed the bags. We leave. We ship the... Um, I said, baby, 
Make sure you get everything out of the safe. I have some important things in there. Check it, double check it. You're like, I'm going to, I'm going to. And I specifically said to you, because you are never thorough. Every time I ask you to do something, you never complete the task thoroughly. If I ask you to go to McDonald's and get me a number two, make sure you have ketchup. You're going to bring me back a bag that has no ketchup. You shouldn't be eating McDonald's Anytime anyway. that I ask you to do anything. I'm trying to save you. And it can be 16 times in a row. Who eats McDonald's? Each t- I eat McDonald's from time to time, and I'm not ashamed to say it. I know. But each of those 16 times, you will have the same problem and not come through on the same thing each time. I don't understand it. You're not a thorough person. You don't do anything thoroughly. Can I finish my story? Go ahead. So we send the luggage. You know, we go to the airport, drop off the luggage, go do the day party. You know, uh, after the day party, we run back to the airport, catch our flight, get home. The next couple of days, Gia's unpacking the luggage. And she goes, hey, babe, did you see my bracelet? And I'm like... No, no, no. I didn't say, did you see it? I said... Where did you put my cuff? And I said, I didn't put your cuff anywhere. I took everything out the safe, just like you asked. And from there, it's up to you, you to said, pack it. And hold on. No, 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 no. <laughs> you said, I took everything out of the safe and I put it on the dresser right in front of the television. Correct. I said, okay. There were two black velvet boxes. I said, in each box was something very valuable are you certain that you took two boxes out of the safe and put them there you're like i took a bunch of stuff out of the safe i said yes i had a lot of things in the safe but amongst all of those things were there two velvet boxes yes gia there were two velvet boxes and i put it in front of the tv i said now are you certain you said yes Mm -hmm. i said because I took everything that you put in front of the television and I put them in my purse because I don't pack, um, you know, things that are particularly valuable. So I said, I took everything and I put it in my purse. Right. I said, so I need to know. I said, because I was rushing to accommodate you and I just put everything neatly in my purse, but I wasn't taking inventory as I was. Don't look at me like that. I said, I wasn't taking inventory as I put it into my purse. So I want to make sure that you are certain that you took it out of the safe because I cannot imagine where it could have gone right before I walked out of the room. I panned the room and there was nothing in plain sight. I didn't do what I usually do. I didn't check the garbage can. I didn't check underneath the bed. I didn't check behind this or the behind that. I didn't, you know, take my stuff out of the, out of the, out of the shower. I didn't do those things that I typically do. So I need to know if you are certain about the information that you're giving me. Yes, I'm sure. I thought I was sure. You thought, see, you can't think that you were sure. I got a lot of that's, things on my that's mind. That's a contradiction. You can't think. I got 15 jobs. I got a lot of things sure. on my mind. I thought I took that it out. That is a contradiction. I thought I Either took it out. Either you're sure or you're not. So if you say, I think I did, that implies that you're unsure. Well, you need a checklist. Just like I have a checklist. Every Dude, time I go you carry like four things. All right, that's my checklist. Every time. When I go, I have your ring, ring your watch, watch, your earring, your bracelet. That's nope. it. No, I have my ring, my watch, my earring, my and wallet, your, your and my chain. chain. Those yes. are the five. That's my checklist. Yes. And every time I leave, I make sure I have those five things. Right. I have one of each of those for every outfit that I'm carrying when I go out of town. Well, so my checklist, checklist is a lot greater. Well, you should write it down. Okay. But that's not the point. So we get home. The point is that you told me that you were sure that you took my cuff 
out of the safe. I thought that's I did. That's the point. I thought I did. I checked my checklist. I had all my shit. Because that's all you care about, right? No, nah, I just my checklist. I mean, I had all my stuff. I had my shit with me. I had all my stuff. So, <laughs> what you get, had, that's your business. We get home and you okay. can't you can't find it. And then you say, it's your fault because you rushed me. <laughs> that's what you said. <laughs> it's your fault. I can't find my bracelet because you rushed me. I, I I didn't say that. I might have implied that. No, you did. So you but did. I didn't say that directly. You didn't. You didn't have to say. You implied it. I implied it. I, cur- I directly implied it. And I cursed it out. I cursed you out under my breath. <laughs> Better keep it under I your. I was breath. like, fuck that. <laughs> that. That's the best you could come up with. <laughs> I said some other things too, but I just it might be not be nice. For but you podcasts. know what's funny? You smiled at me the whole time. You didn't try to antagonize me. Nope. You know why? Because you knew that you were unsure. Yep. You knew that you lied to me. I didn't know I lied. I said I, w- I thought I was sure. No, you sure, lied about being sure. I wasn't 100%. If you weren't sure and you told me you were, that's a lie. No, I was 99% sure that I took everything out the safe. Dude, so, you wasn't 99% sure. So that 1% kind of creeped in? Happened sometimes. No, That Go 1%, ahead. yeah, right. So Gia's looking all over for her bracelet. She can't find it. Now, this bracelet is a Chanel bracelet. And... They don't make it anymore. So it's vintage. You can't get it anymore. I tried. So I but called. But it's not just, it wasn't just a, a bracelet or a cuff. It was extraordinarily limited. I said and that. And it was, it, I'm not going to go into the details, but it was very, very, very special. You couldn't get it anymore. No and it's it's hands down the nicest cuff that I own. Right. So, you so can't, I was sick. Couldn't get it anymore. So I called a couple of the Chanel people. Can I was you like, stop Yo. hitting that? Sorry, I was like, can you give me this bracelet? They're like, nah, that's sold out the company. Uh, can you give me? No, but sold out in the company. Can you give me this? Nah, we haven't made that, that in years. That was guilt making those phone I calls. I was like, damn it, man. Guilt I was like, well. Was making those. Guilt was on the phone. <laughs> While you thought you were on the phone, it was guilt. I was like, I told, excuse my French, I told this bitch to be ready on time. <laughs> if she would have been ready on time, she could have checked the room herself. So Gia uh, almost cried. I, I mean, didn't almost I said, yes, cry. Yes, she did. I was you very upset, freaking though. almost cried. Tears were almost about to drop no, down your No, they weren't. Eye. Yes, I, I was very upset. He wasn't talking to me. I definitely wasn't about to cry. You she wasn't crazy. talking to me. She was being mad evasive. She wasn't fucking with me at all. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm hungry. She'd be like, eat your thumb. Like, that's how bad it was. I said, all right. Actually, actually, you were like, I'm hungry. I'm like, so what do you want me to do about it? Yeah, he was... <laughs> He was, he was nasty. I said, all right, I let her live. I said, all right, I'm cool. All right, yeah. no problem. So then. Because you knew, because you knew, <laughs> you knew. I didn't know anything. You d- you knew that you didn't know. You see that feeling that you had? It's the same feeling I had when you crashed into my Ferrari. Oh, give me a break. But anyway, but anyway, so then we start talking about it, and Gia calls the people at the Ballantine, ha- has them looking all over for this bracelet. They can't find a bracelet. They check the person that cleaned the room. They are running out the room. Uh, so somebody else in the room, they couldn't find this bracelet. Gia calls one more time with me on the phone, right? I, no, because I said to you, there is no explanation where this cuff could be it was absolutely in the safe right i distinctly remember like a video reel in my head putting two boxes in there along with my other things and you know they don't have feet they could have gotten up and gone anywhere Mm -hmm. you said that you took it out and put it in front of the television i knew that i took everything that was in front of the television and put it in my purse so in my mind the only place because you just you know you reduce it you narrow it down to right. the possibilities the only place that it could have been is left in the safe 
Right. The only place. So, thank God, the manager went back to the room. He was the head of security. Opened the safe. I said, can you please? He said, oh, we've had several guests stay there. I said, but the inside of the safe is black. And if somebody's putting their items in the safe, they might just put it in the front of the safe. I said, but the safe is kind of deep. And it was probably in the back left corner. I said, and somebody might easily miss that and not even see it even whoever's cleaning the room or cleaning out the safe or whatever i'm like it could possibly be there right he said i'm gonna go up for you and check right now he's like i'm sure it's not gonna be there but i'll do it just so we can say that we did it i said okay he calls me when he gets back to the security office he's like you're not gonna believe it i was like you found it Yes, they, they like, found a bracelet. It was still in the safe. Yes, he said, I see exactly what you mean by it's dark in there and the black box and everything. You know, like, I, I understand. I apologize for putting you through these couple of days of, you know, wonder and <laughs> being upset and whatnot. And then he took it out. He was like, oh, now I see why you were so upset. <laughs> so... Yeah, so she got her bracelet back. Yes, I well, I physically don't have it. He they, just yeah, they shipped it to you. Yeah, so I'm sure you're happy about that. I was like, make sure that it has to be signed for and everything. I don't want any more mishaps. So, you know, the the lesson of that story is, women, if you have your own shit, you leave with your own shit. You don't expect right, your so, okay. husband, boyfriend, or fiance to worry about his stuff and your so, stuff. So I can't worry about you. Like worrying about your own six things, like you're not going to help me. I got my. Yeah, but look. You know what? Okay, let me just Bracelet. let me just let me just say this too. Ring, watch, because this chain, is something else earring, that upsets me. Wallet about you, me. Yes. Mm-hmm. When we are getting ready to go somewhere, mm-hmm. I mean, not for nothing. You take a ten minute shower. It takes you about four minutes to get dressed. Mm-hmm. You're not a metrosexual, so you don't do like the whole primping thing. You're not big on like toning or moisturizing or anything. You're like one, two, three. I take a shower. I put my clothes on. You might put a little Aveeno on your face <laughs> or something like What's that. that? I'm a man. You put on your jewelry and you're ready to go. Yep. So your entire process is about 22 minutes flat. Okay. Right? Me, it takes me an easy two hours to get ready right so if we begin getting ready at about the same time you have well over an hour and a half of time in which you have nothing to do oh i do sleep i sleep exactly so if we have to get somewhere it bothers me especially if it's the airport it bothers me that you never say to me is there anything I can help you with? No, there is nothing I can help you with. What do you mean there's nothing you can help me with? There's nothing to help you with. There's tons of things that you can help like me with. You don't like the way I fold, so you'd be like, don't fold my stuff. You don't fold properly. Don't touch my shit. Okay, so I can't <laughs> fold your shit, all right? Then if I try to, to get something and pull something out, you'd be like, don't put my shoes like that. My shoes don't belong that way. My shoes belong like this. Oh, no, don't touch my jewelry. Put my jewelry in a box like this. So, no, there's nothing I can do. You like your shit a certain way, so put your shit a certain way. But then you know what you could do? Right. All right, babe. This duffel, is it packed? Okay, I'm going to put it in the car for you. All right, this carry-on bag, is it packed? Okay, I'm going to put it in the car for you. All right, I see that you're like stressed out and everything. Can I get you something to drink or whatever? Like You leave everything on me. You don't try to facilitate the situation. Instead, what you do is you linger around me with a nasty stare and you breathe heavily. All that does 
is make me nervous, make me angry, and make me forget things. So then we'll be at the end of our street, and I'll be like, well, we have to turn around. What happened? Well, I forgot my phone. Well, that's you. You know what? Turn around. No, I'm gonna no, tell you no, what. No. All you have to do you don't plan is be easy. No, you don't plan accordingly. You go out of your way no. to be difficult, which just creates a worse result. No, no, you don't plan accordingly. For instance, this week I have to go out of town, right? So what do why I? Why are you talking to me aggressive? I'm and why are you moving I'm your hands you. all aggressive? I'm telling don't you, don't move your hands all you aggressive don't plan around me. Accordingly, this week I have to go out of town. So what I do? Quick. I pack today. You know why? So when I have to leave this weekend, I just grab my shit and go. You know why it's easy for you? Because A, you pack like a Neanderthal, okay? You don't fold anything. You just shove stuff in a bag. So that's nothing. You don't carry a variety of things. Like your whole packing situation, like you pack like a second grader. And on top of it, it's simple. On top of that, you're not running around after our five kids. Not for nothing. Well, you need to pack like so me. So you're, oh, pack the day before. Pack a week. You'll, you'll call me, oh yeah, we have to go to town on Friday. It's Monday. Start packing today. Dude, I don't have time to pack today. You know why? Because I got to go to swimming. I got to go to gymnastics. I have to go to football. I got to go to basketball. Well, this one what? has a game. You that one what? has a recital. This one has a teacher's conference. Okay, okay. I have a lot of things to do. So while you're doing all the things that you do that makes you so exhausted, I have a whole plethora of things that I'm doing that exhausts me as well. Okay. So when oh, Ricky easy. wakes up while I'm getting ready and I have to stop what I'm doing to go and tend to her and spend 20 or 30 minutes putting her to sleep that factors into my getting ready process don't tell me oh well then you need to start getting ready at six o'clock in the morning if we have to be somewhere oh this at is three easy. o'clock in the afternoon okay it's, okay it's, I'm, I'm just gonna say five things you ready housewives bachelorette homeland billionaire game of thrones and game of thrones <laughs> You have time to watch those shows. Okay, hold on a minute. You have time to go back and listen to that. At least half of those shows. What's the house show that well, you, you know watch? What's the you know what I'm going to tell you? What's the house show that you watch? No, no, no. You know what I'm going to tell you then? You know what I'm going to tell you? What? All of those times that I'm in bed with you talking about, baby, can you cuddle with me? Where's the remote? I want to watch this. I want to watch that. You had an hour for me tonight? All of that can be packing time. I don't watch Bachelor. All of that can be getting ready time. I don't watch time. Bachelor. A Bachelor. Okay, no, you don't watch The Bachelor. So take that out. I don't watch. Oh, Housewives. so I'm supposed to take out the things that I do for my soul enjoyment, but the things that I do for your soul enjoyment, we leave in. We leave in. You know, you still got to work on this selfish thing a little bit. No, just be ready. You know, on time. no, I'm just saying. No, it's. My, I haven't the, left you anyway, this year, and I think that's the, the reason point, why. The what? I think I just got to leave you. you I haven't left you. Like, you haven't like, left me. Yes. Okay. Let's just be. Let's look at me. Look at me in my eyes. You will never leave me. Okay, watch. Okay? You will never get in that car and turn on the engine and pull off and allow me to watch the back of the car. I might leave you tonight. Rashawn, see, you you say that as though it's an actual possibility, but you and I both know that would never happen. You got your pocketbook with you? We will miss a flight before you ever leave me. You have a pocketbook with you? I'm just saying. You have your pocketbook with you? I don't need a pocketbook. All right. Yeah, all right. I don't need all right. my pocketbook. Yeah, you know, pocketbook, and you know, the word right pocketbook now. ages you a little bit, right? What, what is it called? Just a bag. Oh, you, you, got got your, you got your pocketbook? <laughs> don't call it a pocketbook. You got your bag with you? You got your pocketbook. You got your bag with you? How old are you? You got your bag with you? <laughs> that, and if you ever call me a lady again, we're going to fight. Don't call me a lady. And don't you, my lady. No, I'm not your lady. Uh, you okay? my, you my old lady. Oh, my God. Don't do not <laughs> my do that lady. and don't use the word pocketbook. You ain't got your pocketbook. Both, you. You both of those things uh, make I, me cringe. I don't, lady. <laughs> All right. All right. You ready to get up out of here? Just about.
What do you mean, just about? Just about. I'm going to finish my tea. You know, <laughs> can get up out of here. Because old lady drink tea. <laughs> all, all old ladies drink tea. Seriously, like you're saying that and it's making me grip my teeth. Oh, my goodness. Well, if you want to holler at us, uh, we appreciate all the love, whether it's on Instagram, uh, YouTube, or uh, SoundCloud, or whatever it may be. If you want to holler at us and have a question for us, you can always email us. It's the uh, Casey Crew at Gmail. That's T H E E Casey Crew at Gmail dot com. All right. And also, I just mm. want to say something. If you've sent an email and it wasn't addressed, which you know the vast majority of your emails aren't addressed on the show because we only do one a week, mm-hmm. resend them um, so that then they get recirculated like back at the top. Um, because then, you know, there's so many emails that it can get buried. But if it's something that you really want answered, just resend it and it'll increase our opportunity to read it. Absolutely. And we appreciate you guys for riding with us. We are so grateful and so thankful. Yes, we are. For everybody that, that uh, stops us and asks us. Argue? Yeah, I okay. was I was going through TSA <laughs> and the guy stopped me. He was like, hey, Amy, can I talk to you? I was like, oh, what do you found in my bag? I ain't got nothing in my bag. <laughs> He was like, yo, me and my wife listen to your podcast all the time, man. We appreciate you guys. Uh-huh. And we appreciate you guys for riding with us and listening to us. All right? Well, I'm DJ Envy. And I'm Gia Casey. And that was another edition of The Casey Crew. Toodles. Toodles.